welcome back everybody to the daddy caddy podcast we are uh today it's just jj and i holding on the fort micah is um working on hey, some working on some stuff uh family stuff so uh he'll be back with us soon though so so don't don't fret out there i know we got a lot of micah lovers out there micah's a big part of the show we love him miss him um but so it's just me your boy tommy your boy jj hashtag horse me um and uh today we're joined by alec what's up what's up so alec is uh is my brother-in-law he uh thankfully let me marry his uh his beautiful sister and me and alec have bonded a lot through sports um so yeah alec tell us a little bit about yourself uh yeah like uh i have the the uh, unique misfortune of being JJ's brother-in-law. Okay, I was trying to hype <laughs> it up, but no, hey, man. Same, 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 bro. I, I except I'm related to him, so. <laughs> yeah, at least I don't have to share blood with the dude. <laughs> no, JJ's great. We, you know, it's it's been fun having somebody to chat sports with and stuff. Uh, my career field, I'm surrounded by a lot of nerds, and uh, I don't get to chat about sports a lot. What do you do I brought up work? sports. I, I'm a I'm a translator. Uh, so, yeah, I, I I'm in the Air Force. I am a Arabic translator. Uh, now I'm studying Russian as well. I'm out in California right now studying Russian, and then I'll be coming back to Utah here shortly when I finish the end of this course. So, but I, it was funny. I brought up sports uh, not too long ago in. Uh, in my class at work and uh some of the guys were like oh yeah sports ball and i was like oh, okay wrong totally wrong crowd <laughs> team go <laughs> go so team funny. go I, I got i got a lot of friends like that too where i worked They're like ooh, sports down uh kick a goal for a touchdown yeah, <laughs> make make the yeah. home run shoot, yeah. shoot a free throw for a touchdown yeah, so thanks for joining us uh, on the podcast, yeah, thanks for, Alec. Thanks for having me. And uh, we appreciate all all of our all of our people who jump on the podcast with us and and have some fun with us. So, um, cool thing, we started our fantasy draft. We did we did our fantasy league for um our podcast, and that's one thing that we have yet to get into. We we need to figure out what we're gonna do. We're gonna do trophies. We're definitely doing a punishment. Oh, there has to be a punishment. So I, I've, I've so been, I've been telling everybody at work. Tom, you're talking about it. Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say I've been telling everybody at work that uh, we're gonna make the loser uh, catfish their their sister or something. I don't have a sister. Oh, <laughs> I got plenty of sisters. Never mind. <laughs> that'd be really awkward. That'd be really awkward for. Me and JJ. <laughs> I end up losing. Yeah, what the heck? JJ, JJ looks over the catfish my wife. <laughs> JJ looks over Maddie's shoulder and he's like, Who are you talking to? Alex, Alex destroys you. my marriage because of because of a fantasy football. <laughs> Who's Carlos? The whole time she's texting him and I'm just fuming because I can't say anything. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, you can speak speak some uh some Latin, Spanish. You know Spanish too. 
Yeah. No, Arabic, Spanish, and Russian. Yeah. And English, hopefully. Yeah, sometimes I forget. <laughs> I, I said some. I said something the other day, and my wife looked at me and she's like, "What?" And I realized what I said was English words with Russian grammar. So it sounded. <laughs> it was like that. It was like that Khabib tweet where he's like, "Send me location." <laughs> it was like something like that. She's like, "What are you talking about?" Send me location. Send me location. <laughs> send me a location yeah no, that, that's funny but yeah i know we, we uh we're gonna get together um the daddy caddy me and me jj and mike we're gonna figure something out but um be ready yeah so i there there's another one that maybe we can take a poll on our on our facebook page and see what people think but the one that i was thinking about was the loser has to get all dressed up in their sunday best and go to an applebee's on like a thursday night with a barbie doll and he has to act like it's totally normal. He has to sit at the table and eat a whole dinner at like an Applebee's or a Chili's with his Barbie doll. And he has to order it food. Okay. Be like, yeah, she'll, she'll have the salad. Just a salad <laughs> and the water. And eat, eat an entire meal while somebody who is around them, you know, like lives around them, goes there with them and records a part of it and stuff like that. But I, I think, and they have to act like it's totally normal. Like it's just something. Hey, hey can, can I get it? Can I get it to go box for my, my salad? She just wasn't very hungry. Today. Yeah. Yeah. She, she's, she ate, she ate something before we got here. I didn't know, you know, she isn't, she isn't really telling me much. Just <laughs> act like it's totally normal. Yeah. That's funny. Um, yeah. but yeah, she, we got a lot to get into, um, for our our podcast a little bit um i know wanted to talk because it's been, it's been about two weeks since we, we've shot a podcast so there's, there's a lot, been a lot happening there, we had that that big uh big ufc fight with uzman and edwards oh, oh freaking man. mind blower so i nobody expected i i can't believe how much shit the commentators and joe rogan was talking on edwards being like this man's done for he done so dude he, he don't even know where he's at Right? To, to be to be fair, I I would say I'd give him the first round, but after that, Usman was dominant. He mm-hmm. was getting a lot of ground time. He was getting a lot of strikes in. Edwards wasn't keeping up for the next few rounds. Not not yeah not that well that he was going to be winning those rounds. So really, the only way for him to win was by knockout. Which fortunately for him is exactly how he won, right? Yeah, and then that that we were watching that, so we actually went to my uh my my brother JB's, and his his wife had never watched a UFC fight ever. She never <laughs> even I don't think she knew this sport existed. Okay, and Tommy knows, and you know all the family that's listening. Shelby was watching this, and she's just like, "How could they do this? How can they do this?" And then as as the prelims got done, we started getting into the main cards and all that stuff. She was just get him, get him, punch him in his mouth, <laughs> just just going crazy. Grab his dick and twist, <laughs> twist it. It's UFC fight, bro. It's MMA. Yeah, and then when she saw that that kick, because we were telling her, we were like, he's done. Like Edwards is done. He's if he, he's gonna survive this this round, and it's you know Usman's gonna win by win by points. And that kick came out, and she lost it. She was, oh, oh, oh. it was, it was nuts. That was crazy because he, he, Edwards went to throw that right hand, and Usman moved 
right into that kick. Yeah. And yeah, Edwards nailed it just perfectly squared, like right on that oh, bottom man. part of the jaw. And Usman's like it was crazy. Usman's eyes were wide <laughs> open, but that dude was gone. You you could have tucked him in and put a pillow under him and a bottle in his mouth while he was standing up. That's how quick <laughs> that man fell asleep. It was it was gnarly. I kind of felt bad. I kind of felt bad when he got kicked like that because I was like, this dude's winning. He's he's so good. And then just just I that kick in itself and MMA teachers teach people how to kick properly they're going to show them that clip like this is this is a textbook kick right to the noggin and that kick and the crazy thing is is everybody who watched it is it just me or did that not look like a hard kick like i, I felt like there wasn't that much power behind that kick like he kind of like let off well that's the thing though like you you get it you get him in that sweet spot i mean it's it's night night time and that's just how it is you know yeah i mean like he's again like going back to that that right that right hand that edwards threw put usman in motion towards that kick so you got usman going into it the kick getting thrown and just the placement of it was was perfect it didn't it didn't need that much power but it had enough to to put him out did the job right yeah, no. And like a lot of a lot of people say, like, oh, Usman was winning. Edwards didn't um, didn't deserve to win that fight and things like that. Even <laughs> Usman, even Usman himself, um, in his in his recent interview with Joe Rogan on on Joe Rogan's podcast, Usman himself said, "Look, luck is just being in the right place and being prepared." So Edwards was in the right place. He was prepared, and. A, a fight's a fight like oh a knockout is a win no matter when it comes or how well that's the thing so. though that's the beautiful thing about ufc is that like is that you can i mean you just ha- you just have to be there you just have to yeah. you just have to do everything that you can to to stay in the fight as long as you can and find that one moment because a hundred percent like almost like 90 percent of these times like like that's that those are the those those little moments is what defines you as a fighter, right? Like you can get those little moments and it just takes just like that and, and it's over. Like yeah. And that's just UFC though. That's the sport, and that's one of the beautiful things about it. And it and and it's interesting too, because cause um Usman was like getting bored, you know. He's like, I don't know yeah. if I want to. He's like, I've gone through, I've gone through all the contenders and over and over again i'm making my way around again and you know he's, he's thinking about switching about, weight classes yeah yeah, yeah he's talking about switching weight classes and doing a whole bunch of different things and next thing you know bada bing bada boom and you out and you don't have your belt anymore and your life is changed and you just put a couple more years on your on your um time as a ufc fighter because i mean he was thinking that he was going to drop but like with this this is going to set him back this is a setback yeah so and it sets up it sets up a great trilogy because they're talking about doing the next because uh they had that fight what was it seven years ago yeah uh, yeah Usman 2014 seven, yeah yeah seven years then, ago that's eight years ago and then this last fight edwards gets that kick knocks him out and it sets up an awesome trilogy. So we get oh, a third man. fight. They're talking about doing it in London, where in England, where 
Edwards lives. Yeah. So like that underdog thing, like getting the title back, like good story, like that's gonna sell. Yeah. And that that's the crazy thing about that fight too is 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 Usman was the huge favorite. He was the huge favorite, just like you guys are talking about. But that's that's all he is is a favorite. You know, they they when you they both walk into the ring, they're both when they walk into the octagon, they're both like equally. You know what I mean? Anybody can come out of that. All Usman is is a favorite. You know what I mean? And speaking of that, there is a guy who bet forty thousand dollars on that fight for Edwards to win. Okay, everybody was dogging on him before. You're like, oh, that's that, that's, that's luck. Four K he's never gonna get back. That that's is four luck. K he's never gonna get back. This man cashed out one hundred and sixty-four thousand dollars off that fight. Woo! That's crazy. Could you well, imagine betting on this, betting on that like that? Yeah, no, that's that's. What, that's what would the wife say? What, what would the wife say with forty thousand dollars vanished from your savings account? The wife would then, say, then, "Hey." Hey, I'm going. I'm going to my mom's house. Uh, good luck with dinner and the rest of your life. Bye. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. But but then to come back and be like, guess what? I did a hundred and sixty-four. Like, dude. Like, even I if know, I that's... even if I want it, I'm pretty sure my wife would be like, I'm still leaving. <laughs> yeah. She's like, you're so an idiot. Spe- speaking of betting, speaking of betting, there's a guy who who took out a house loan okay this man took out a house loan to bet on the alabama and texas game okay and the bet was is that you have you can start betting on i know DraftKings does it but you can bet that at any point that the team you pick is going to be up by 10 right that just any point of the game they're gonna be up by 10 well I don't know if you guys watched the Alabama and Texas game, but there was no point where Alabama was up by 10. There was yeah. no point. That was such a close game. It was oh, a good man. game. Good game. And, and Alabama did come back and win, but they won by like three points. I think they, they were, won there. by one point. Wasn't was it, it 20 one to point? 19? Yeah, it was one point. It was one point, and uh, Texas's starting quarterback went out um, with an injury, and they played their backup for the last half of the game, and it was crazy. It was a crazy game. I thought Texas was going to do it, and I was, I was, oh, I was pumped. I was rooting for Texas. They were in Arlington and everything. So, but I want to move. Yeah, I want to move on had... to a little. I want to move on to another team, um, in in, in Texas, and uh, you know, just a quick shout out to all of our Caddy Daddy fans, and and for all of our heartbroken Cowboy fans. I know we got a lot of them out there. Everybody's favorite Cowboy friend, right? Say hi. Say hi and bye to your season, right? How about them cowboys? <laughs> oh, yeah, so man. lots of big news Did over there in the, that? in the big uh, Dallas area with uh, Dak Prescott being gone. And then uh, he was going to be gone for six, six to eight weeks. And then all of a sudden, Jerry Jones out of nowhere was like, no, no, he's going to be gone for six or for you know less than that. But it's interesting because uh, uh, last year, Russell Wilson went out with the same injury. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. More in the middle of the season and came back uh, about six games. He was out for about six games and came back. And uh, even to this day, he'll tell you, he's like, I came back too early. I came yeah. back too early. You know, and you could tell he was there's still a lot of discomfort holding the ball when he came back and, you know, and it's, it's, it's a tough one, your hand, your throwing hand and everything like that. So 
we'll see. I think that uh, that the Cowboys should should let him get as much rest as they can, um, because in that division, I mean, I don't think, I mean that that backup quarterback that they pulled, he's from their practice squad, Cooper Rush. Yeah, <laughs> they had to pull him up from his practice squad because they didn't have any depth in that quarterback position. But but crazy, which is a huge mistake to do because. Like Dak Prescott is injury prone, right? That dude, that dude's bound to get, you know, you know, break a nail or something during the game or something like that. I don't know, so bro. I don't, understand why they were, I don't well, know. You don't, you don't want to rush it. You don't want to rush him coming back either because you like looking at their injured re- reserve list. You've got James Washington, one of their better wide receivers out, and Michael Gallup, another key wide receiver for him. So, oh, yeah. like, what's the point if those guys are still out? What's the point of rushing your quarterback back to throw to backup receivers? Like, just take yeah. it easy, take the L like you usually do. They should be <laughs> used to it by now. All right. Yeah, no. Kelly can keep showing up like a Power Ranger. <laughs> let let him carry the ball. Let him let him let him get injured next week. Yeah, yeah. no, it's tough, but that's tough. I don't know that I would say that Dak Prescott's injury prone, and it's funny because. Cause I, one of my, one of my buddies at work, he's a big Cowboys fan. And he's like, he's like, you know what? I'm done with Dak Prescott. He can kick rocks. Get him out of here. He's like, I'll take Cooper rush. I'm like, that's my quarterback. That's my quarterback. That's my quarterback. I'm like, I'm like, you are out of your mind. I don't Honestly, in my opinion, I heard Dak Prescott is better than a Cooper rush. I mean, there's a reason why the fools on the practice squad. And he's on the practice squad, which means that he's available to sign with any team out there. I don't know. Well, imagine, I, imagine, imagine that happening. Imagine some team being like, "Hey, Cooper, we'll pay you some money to sign <laughs> with us." You guys, Ezekiel so Elliott throwing just to leave the, the Cowboys out. Yeah, Ezekiel Elliott. He probably do better because that fool. He's still bust. He's still a bust fantasy wise. Oh yeah. I don't know why he he always goes like first first second round. Freaking auto draft. That's why he does (laughs) auto draft. Yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll see. I I think it's I think it's really funny because I I think I remember if I remember right in one of the podcasts I said either Ezekiel Elliott or Dak Prescott's gonna get hurt in the first couple games. So yeah, and it's tough. But I mean, the the Cowboys defense, to their credit, looked really good. Um, I mean, they still got humiliated, nineteen to three. But um, well, the first time they haven't scored a touchdown in their opener since like two thousand one. Yeah, so, they were the, the only. They're team. the only team. Yeah, yeah, they're the only team in the NFL that didn't score didn't score a touchdown in week one ridiculous but you know, uh you know it's that gonna be interesting gonna be good when when uh dallas is the one team that doesn't score a touchdown week one uh it's always a good week in the nfl when dallas takes an L, which they're probably gonna do this week too because they're playing cincinnati and i know cincinnati's got all is all pent up from that tense game they had in um against pittsburgh on sunday did you guys watch that game yeah oh yeah your tight your hey. tight end popped off for me. Hey, news flash to the NFL. Make sure that your long snapper is healthy. <laughs> right. 
so crazy how just that one position that guy was out and they're like, oh, we have to put in our backup tight end. It goes long snap for us. Next thing you know, your kicker can't make a field goal. It's getting blocked. Yeah. All sorts of chaos. And then you lose the game because of it. Oh, High yeah. skill position, man. Right. Underrated. Right. Everybody, everybody always gives them, you know, you know how much, like I remember growing up, like, you know how much money you can get paid just to be a long snapper in the NFL? Or just to be a punter, just to catch right. the ball. Punter, yeah. The Bengals just gave that entire position. Everybody in that position just got a pay raise on since Sunday. Right. Speak, speaking of becoming becoming a, a kicker, a long snapper, who was, who was that guy in Kansas that came in and kicked that field goal? And then kicked that that um what was his name? Amandola. Yeah. Their kicker got injured, and then they the, he he was a what position does he play? Uh, no, I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember. Was that Danny Amendola? No, it wasn't Danny Amendola. No, no, no. I, I don't know. Run. I don't know who it was, but yeah, they had their little rent a kicker, rent a kicker. Justin Reed. Oh, Justin Reed. Yep, Justin Reed. He 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 was on their he's on their defense. He played soccer in college, and 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 he was he's I want to say he's like a he's like a safety or something like that. And they're just like, we, we don't have a kicker anymore. He's like, hey, I played soccer in college. And then he oh, goes, yeah. goes and kicks like a 32 or something like that and then kicks a, a kickoff in the uprights. Kicked yeah. it through the Guns uprights. it. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. It was just like this, man. And then he stayed on the field to play defense. He kicked the ball and then stayed on the field to play defense. So um, moving forward, they'll get that Cowboys, you know, their seasons their seasons on hold until they get Dak Prescott. Now right now they're just they're just scratching to stay alive and they play the Bengals this week. So we can expect another one of these babies. Um go. hold this. But we're gonna move on and we're gonna jump into another big surpriser, but not surpriser. Uh the Green Bay Packers just getting annihilated by the Vikings. I mean, uh same thing that happened to the Packers last year. We're starting to catch the trend that uh, Aaron Rodgers just sees week one as another buy. Um, but uh, yeah, seven to tw- or seven to twenty-three Vikings beat them. Aaron Rodgers had eighty-seven yards and zero passing touchdowns. Yikes! Eighty-seven yards. Like if you have if you have a running back get eighty-seven yards in a game, you're like, uh, we could have. Could have done better, you know, like that hundred yeah. yard mark for a running right. back is like 87, the, 87 yards is like their backup running back type of type of yards. Yeah, that's not a not a good look. And of course I'm mad because he's my fantasy quarterback and you know <laughs> hey, I appreciate got me all of three points. This. I appreciate it a lot. Thanks, Aaron Rodgers. All right. You got you gotta tell him to smoke more ayahuasca. <laughs> Get back on his game. Get get back on the horse, Aaron. Here, take a puff of this. Right. Yeah. So um, so that game, like, what is you what is you guys' take on that game? I mean, do you think that this is the Packers or do you think it's just another uh fluke, another one like last year? It's hard to say. Aaron Rodgers uh minus week one, super consistent quarterback, uh, just very high high skill level quarterback accurate consistent i feel like you're like really downplaying aaron Rodgers right now 
Yeah, Do you want me to go back, Stephen back A. Back Smith? That is a bad man. <laughs> bad man. Uh, well, no, I mean, he's, he's the, great the, the reigning MVP, right? Two yeah, time. Right. Back Two time. to back. Yeah, I mean, I think right now he's just missing some key players. Like, he, like looking at the highlights from some of the games, like he, he threw a pass. I forget the wide receiver's name. Wide open pass. And the dude mm-hmm. dropped it. Yeah, young just, kid. Dropped well, it. Well, they're playing. They 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 traded Devonte Adams. Lazar was out. Um, I don't think that uh, Aaron Rodgers got the memo that Devonte Adams got traded. And then when he went out on the field, he's like, "Where's Devonte Adams at? I don't have anybody to throw yeah. to." Devonte Adams is popping off in Los Angeles. So, I don't know. I I, but at the same time, last year the Saints played them week one, and we we crushed them. And then you you all know. What, what happened the rest of the season, they popped off after that. Yeah, number one uh, seed, they won the conference. So I'm not – I don't know. I'm not too worried about it. I think, like like Tommy's saying, I think Aaron Rodgers just takes week one as a bye and say, we'll, 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 we'll pinch this one. I want another another week to kick back, relax, and grow my hair out. So <laughs> I, I think the only – I think the only real question mark for the Packers season, like we know – we know the consistency consistency that we're going to get from Aaron Rodgers. It's just more of his locker room presence. Like, is he going to be that positive influence on those young receivers to, to end up having a good productive season or is, is his locker room behavior going to be kind of like that? Is he going to pull some boomer stuff and, <laughs> and uh, too many eye rolls and, and get, get his receivers yeah. kind of upset and not playing their best. That's yeah. the only question mark for me, really. Yeah, he's going to be answering everything with you kids. You kids these days, man. Yeah, well, it's, it's going to be interesting. And I, and I agree um, with you guys. I don't think – I think this is going to be fluke. I think Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers. He's going to do Aaron Rodgers things. Um, but he just has got to build this chemistry with this, young, with, this, with this young crew. I mean, he's got Randall Cobb, and that's the only other um, – at least until Lazard comes back, that's the only other uh, wide receiver that he has any sort of real game-time rapport with. So I think they're just, they're just working through some, some growing pains, and I think that they're, they're going to get back at it. I think that they're not going to – I don't know that they're going to be the best because, uh, you know, the Bears look good. Vikings looked really good. Did the Bears um, look good? They came back and won that game. They didn't. Yeah. They, I don't know. I mean, I think that that was that that was good. I I watched that game. It was a good game. I mean, uh, uh, what's his name? Justin Fields wasn't like amazing, but at the same time, when you're playing like two foot water, yeah. Can you expect that was but, wild seeing the video of those guys like penguin but, sliding around on the field and then at the same time they did play the 49ers which is probably one of the best defenses in the league yeah yeah there's that too and yeah i don't know well so, we'll see justin Fields still has a lot to prove i think everybody's holding him on this this pedestal that he but hasn't he has but either way I, I think that that that, that division is going to be really competitive Oh yeah, and um, so I don't know that I necessarily see the Packers winning it. I I can honestly say I can honestly think that the Vikings are going to win that because they have 
They have uh, a good veteran quarterback. They have Justin Jefferson, who just lit it up. Oh, my goodness. I mean, oh, that, boy, that boy is a dog. I mean, he went off. Picked him apart. Picked him apart. Yeah. Yeah. There, so, I saw I saw a couple, like, like a mic'd ups and stuff like that from that game. And after, after at the end of it, when Justin Jefferson was hugging them, like some of the players, they were just like, hey, like, you, you didn't have to do this like that. Like you, you, you know, you're the best man on that, that field. Like you didn't have to, you didn't have to do it like that. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, I know. I know. But, but yeah. uh, so that I don't see them winning that division, but I don't see them not making it to playoffs, especially with how weak the NFC is going to be, but um, we'll move forward. And I want to get into that Monday night game because uh, anybody who's been listening to the podcast knows that I am all about my boy, Russell Wilson. And, uh, you know, I got him as a sleeper and like just about every one of my leagues. Um, and I had him at my, as my sleeper on the podcast uh, a couple of weeks ago. So, but uh, as we could tell, we got another veteran going through some growing pains with a new team. He went 29 for 42 completion rate. And he had, he had good numbers, but you could just that number in itself, they're throwing the ball a lot. They were here in Seattle. Yeah, very very crazy. That 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 stadium was booming, but um, tough game, tough game for them. Jerry Judy did his thing, and uh, that 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 Seattle defense or that that Seattle team looked good. They looked comfortable. They looked like they liked what they're doing. Um, but uh, what was your guys' take? What do you guys think that this means for Denver? I mean, losing to Seattle, a team who's uh, on the rebuild. I mean, does this mean anything? What do you think, Alec? I mean, it's. It's hard to say, like, obviously, like they're adjusting to a new quarterback. I think, um, I think the Denver Broncos have since Peyton Manning won the Super Bowl in Denver and then retired. I think the Denver Broncos have gone through something like 11 quarterbacks in that time, (laughs) like that, that stability, that stability at quarterback hasn't been there. So adjusting to that, adjusting to a new quarterback, a new quarterback coming from an already successful like career really i mean russell wilson could have retired if he wanted to and had a successful you know well-played career so adjusting to that um you know takes time obviously jerry judy that connection with with russ needs to be there and i'm sure it will russ is a great quarterback great leader well he had four Um, receptions for 120 yards and a td yeah yeah they were bangers they they were they were they were doing their thing, but I feel like Cortland Sutton that needs to be a little bit better. Um, figure out his tight end situation. Yeah, and Mel, Melvin Gordon needs to be able to be a little bit more productive. He only had fifty eight yards in the game. Like he's a Melvin Gordon's a pretty decent running back. Like he's yeah. definitely not somebody that. I don't, um, I don't even think that Melvin Gordon's starting for them right now. Who is it? Uh, Williams. Uh, what's his name? You guys know who I'm talking about? So, yeah. Young yeah. kid. Yeah, he's he's a young kid. Um, I think that the big the biggest thing with that game, and I think that it's it's not something that's gonna get brushed under the like the rug or anything like that, but at the same time, he's playing Seattle. Like like they Russell Wilson was playing and the, their defense was playing like they like they knew him or something, right? Like they knew how he played. It's crazy, right? And then I think 
it, it might sound out of character for Russell Wilson just because how how you know thick skinned he is, but I think that that Seattle, I think that Seattle crowd got under his skin big time. One hundred percent, he could not get the ball off. There was at least three or four delay games. Yeah, and, and I, it got under his skin. You know, he came out, and every that was the biggest question with that Monday night game was was how how are these fans going to treat when he comes out of that that tunnel right and he came running out of that tunnel and i heard so many and they were just yeah just treating him like trash and and with the genuine guy like that you know that hurt him a little bit because he's like come on guys like like i've been with you guys for so long like i've I've made my career with you guys and this is how you're going to treat me so i think he was playing with a little bit of you know a heavy heart on how definitely, he was being definitely a lot of emotions but yeah, my emotions, so I, the biggest question i think that the entire nfl world is trying to figure out is why in the hell do you pay a man as much money as you do hall of fame caliber quarterback fourth down and six you put your kicker out there to kick a 64 yard oh field goal out in, in Seattle like what what like what is the mentality behind that I mean maybe young young coach brand new head coach trying to figure it out um but like I said I, I think there's a lot of growing pains but um that they're going to be good that they're going to go through and that they're going through but at the same time like is that acceptable no no that's that's but, one of those things like it, it's you have to have faith in your quarterback like that, especially like this is the whole thing with Aaron Rodgers that happened. Like, what was it? Two years ago when, when they didn't let Aaron Rodgers play that play that was defining, mm-hmm. you know, it's just, it's the same thing. It's like, why don't you have faith in your quarterback to be able to, to make a play like that? If, if he doesn't make it, you're going to be at the same spot that you're going to be at. Well, and, you know we're, I mean? and we're not talking about, we're not talking about a short field goal here. Like if this was like a 40 yard field goal, a 30 yard field goal. Yeah. Go out there, kick, kick, a, kick a field goal and win the game. This is a 64 yard field goal by, I don't even know who this kicker is. Mc, Brandon McManus. McManus. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's a but, good kicker. He's got time in, but at the same time, he's not Tucker. He's, he's not Tucker. He's not 60, 64 yarder outdoors. So yeah. he, he is one of five from attempts. This McManus is one of five from attempts of at least 60 yards. And there's only two kickers who have an attempt, an attempt of 64 yards or more. And that's Matt Prater with a 64-yard field goal back in 2013. And then yeah. Justin Tucker, the best kicker in the world, last year with his 66-yard uh, record. So, like, that's – that's no. Russell you Wilson go on that. fourth and five. Russell Wilson has to get five yards. This kicker has to get 64. Like that doesn't make any sense. No. Yeah. Well, and at the same time, like this is this is your time, right? Russell Wilson, he's back in Seattle. You know, he has the chance to, to win the game. And, you know, like it, it was like this moment was in a book. It was like like a perfect book ending. You know what I mean? Like, like, like this, this is your time to shine. You're going to march your team down. You're going to prove to everybody in Seattle, everybody in the world that, you know, you are here and you're going to do it against your old team. Yeah. 
and they they didn't even bat an eye at that idea. They took They're it away like, from the man. They took it away from the man. And then that's, that's that's I would almost say that's disrespectful. That's that's I feel like Russell Wilson dealt with nothing but disrespect. He got booed by the the team in the uh, town that he brought a championship, the first and only championship to in football to this team in this town and they just booed him onto the field. Yeah. And then to add insult to injury, his own coach decides to take a 64-yard field goal instead of going for a five-yard fourth down. Hey, you you know when he got home, Sierra was all like, come here, baby. Come here. It's it's okay. It's okay. It's I know, I know, I know. They did you dirty. Yeah, it's okay. You're home. Why did we come to Denver? We should have stayed in Seattle. I don't even like the mountains. Why are we here? This elevation sucks. We should have gone to New Orleans. They have really good food. Oh, I bet you would like that, huh, JJ? Yeah, I would have. Oh, yeah. But instead, Crab Lake Winston. Hey, you pulled that W off. You pulled the W off against the Dirty Birds. Oh, I wish Micah was here. Micah, I hope if you're listening to this right now, just just remember who who is the daddy of that division right there. Tom Brady, you're you're next. You're next. Isn't that who you guys are playing next? Yeah, we're playing We're playing Tom Brady. Sunday night, right? Sunday night football, yep. I gotta I gotta watch the you know, I'm a Ravens fan and I gotta I gotta watch the Ravens game this Sunday. Because they're, um, I don't want to talk about the Lamar Jackson situation. I don't want to talk about that right now. I'm scared. But uh, my my daughter, my five year old daughter, decided that she likes the Dolphins. I, I just so for whatever reason, it's the so they're playing Miami this Sunday. So I'm gonna be gonna be fighting with my five year old watching football <laughs> on Sunday. She, she's gonna be over you. Be like, yeah, Dad. Yeah. Oh, you're just gonna be like, Tua. Yeah, I know. Oh man. Hey, we. You know what? I like that. I like that. You know, let's let's talk a little about Lamar Jackson. Let's do it. Because I'm a Steelers fan, so I automatically hate the Ravens. Alec has left the chat. So, do <laughs> do. I am going. So I want to talk about it. Like, like what, what's going on, man? Pay your damn quarterback. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's an ownership issue. I don't know um, what's going on. I saw, I think I read that he turned down something like a $230, $235 million offer. Um, because he wants guaranteed money. Yeah, yeah. So the guaranteed money was less. Um, he wanted he, he wanted a fully guaranteed contract. Like um, Deshaun Watson. I mean, yeah, I mean, if Deshaun Watson's gonna get fully guaranteed, hasn't played. You know, he's over here like, I, he's like, I don't even get massages. Why can't I get one? Come on, <laughs> what the heck! I don't even. He. Uh, the funny thing is, um, I mean, Lamar's in Maryland. Maryland is known for their crabs, so I'm sure that they could throw some crabs in there too. If that's what, if he's wanting to be more like, more like Jameis Winston, like yeah, guaranteed. Yeah, yeah. All these know. other quarterbacks, and he's just like, what am I doing wrong? Yeah. I got no, a massage chair at home. That's got, interesting. Do you think crap. do you think that because of this whole contract debacle, like like uh he's gonna hold out on you on you guys a little bit? I mean, because he no. played a good game, he played a good game, but he only had 17 yards rushing. If you ask me, that doesn't sound like Lamar yeah, Jackson. Yeah, I mean that's not, not classic Lamar, obviously, but um 
you know, we've still got plenty of games to go. Um, I think, I think if anything, not having a contract is an incentive for him to play well. Yeah. Because then if, then the team has no excuse not to pay him and how we see the NFL work traditionally is like all guys quarterback deal is the, is the newest is the one that sets the market. You know, you can argue that, you know, uh, this quarterback's better than that quarterback, but whoever's deal is the newest is the one that sets the market price for the franchise quarterback. So when you've got these new deals with Russ and Sean Watson, um, obviously Lamar Jackson's going to want to get that much, that much more out of, out of the deal because of those new contracts resetting the quarterback market. Yeah. I, I I say, give the boys money, let them run that ball. Um, This was another thing that I was thinking about when I was watching that game though, too, is, 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 it kind of seemed like Lamar was actually really hesitant to run in situations that he would normally run. So my question is, do you think that, and this is more of a question for Alec, do you think that their offensive coordinator is trying to make him into a less of a runner? I don't like, like they do. You know what I mean? They did the same thing for, you know, Russell Wilson and Seattle. They did, you know, Baker, same thing, you know, creating them into these pocket passers, which I, 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 I kind of got a hint towards that, but I don't know what's been going off in the off season and stuff like that or anything like that. So you might have a little bit more insight on that. I don't, I don't know anything. About, I don't know if anything's going on from the off season. I don't, I don't know if they've tried to, you know, adjust his play style. I, I would be, I'd be hard pressed to say that they're going to change his play style. If you look at like last year, especially yeah. um, as Lamar Jackson has grown into his role as the franchise quarterback, you see John Harbaugh, the head coach of the Ravens, like putting full trust in him. Like he, you'll remember, if you remember last year, Harbaugh took off his headset and was like, Lamar, Lamar, do you want to go for it? Yeah. And Lamar's like, yeah. And Harbaugh's like, all right, let's go. All right, let's go. Yeah. So I don't think, I think they're going to give Lamar as much liberty as they can, you know, to do his thing. So I don't think, I don't think that that's, um, that's really going on. However, I will say that being as much of a run quarterback as he is, that might be a hiccup for the, the ownership for the front office of the Ravens in guaranteeing him money. Because the yeah. more your quarterback runs the ball, the more hits he takes, the more chances there are for, you know, season ending, uh, knock on wood, gosh, I, oh, heaven forbid, but, you know, I mean, there's honestly, more potential though, honest, for it. Honestly, have, have a quarterback like Tyler Hunt, Huntley backing him up, I mean, wouldn't miss a beat. Like the last year, Tyler Huntley backed him up. Great quarterback. Yeah. Young, still, I mean, obviously he needs – he needs some more mentorship, some more playtime and experience and stuff. But yeah, I mean that that guy's very talented. Um, Better than a Cooper Rush, for similar, sure. A little bit similar play style as well. Yeah, so they um, wouldn't have to change up like much of their their offensive plays. Game plan, yeah. yeah. Right. Well, um, I think that that. that uh, I, I agree with you. I think that the, the ownership is very hesitant to pay running quarterback. It's you see it all the time in the NFL, these running quarterbacks, mobile 
um they do it is very common for them to want to like you know hold them back a little bit say hey man slow down <laughs> slow down go through go through your uh go through your progressions first and then tuck the ball right because because that's what you want to protect your quarterback and so um to jj's question i don't think that they're trying to change him as much as they're just trying to help him improve um yeah. because he can run the ball everybody knows he can run the ball passing the ball a little more question marks there i mean they play they played the jets beat them 24 to 6 i mean they did what they were supposed to do against them um, I didn't think that it was necessary. I don't think that that Lamar Jackson thought it necessary for the, him to have to have to um, tuck the, the ball. ball very much on that game and run. So it's going to be different playing Miami because Miami's good. Um, Miami's they're they're honestly I don't think that the Ravens are going to beat Miami. I think Miami is going to be good. We'll see. We'll see. I think I think I think your daughter's going to have a better day than you. <laughs> uh, that's all right she's Al- cute Alec, so if, you, if you get an amazon if you get an amazon package on your front porch from me just just go ahead and get ready to to suit up in your your jersey all right and if you get an amazon package from me don't open it <laughs> <laughs> because i just found out that you're a raven that you're a ravens fan so <laughs> Um, so another big, big thing that's going on in the NFL and more, more of a big, bigger question is, are, are, are the bills, are they the real deal or what? Absolutely. Holy you kidding cow. me? That's not a question. Absolutely. Hey, Tommy, I, I just want to, I just want to put out there and, and remind everybody who, who is my number one quarterback in the league? Who is my number one quarterback? Well, who was your number one quarterback? I don't know who your number one quarterback was. It was Josh Allen. Josh Allen? Yeah, and then Micah had Matt or uh, um, Joe Burrows. I don't know who you had, but I told you that Josh Allen was going to pop off this year. I told you that. And 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 it's funny because dude, wait, you you acting like you're some sort of genius, like like I, like you, you discovered like Josh Allen, Allen and like you like said Matthew following Stafford. like his entire career sure and like Matthew Stafford was your number one quarterback. Are you kidding me, bro? I put Matthew Stafford as my fantasy bust this year. Are you are you high right now? Oh, I'm just saying. I don't. Are remember. you having too many <laughs> babies right Allen. now, bro? You need to slow down, doggy. Like. Matthew Stafford, no, I got my my number one quarterback from the preseason, before preseason, like offseason talk. It it went, it went Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Russell Wilson, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert. That's that's my list. That's my list right now. I I know because I got it, I got it up here on my wall. Every day (laughs) I look at it, I pray to it, I say, Hey, baby, do me good. Like that's my list. Hey, big so daddy, my, daddy. I have a, big daddy, I have a daddy. friend who's I have a friend who's from from the Buffalo area, huge Bills fan. He's also super Catholic, and he was like, "Dude, I pray to God every night to keep Josh Allen healthy." Right. <laughs> he probably genuinely does, huh? No, that's no funny. Joke. It's funny that you bring that up because 
you know, just to answer your question, this is a question that, that the Bills answered for everybody in the entire world. The Bills are the real thing. The Bills are going for the bowl. Like they're 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 here and they're 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 rocking and they're rolling. But but I wanted to pull out a couple of receipts, and I'm sad that a couple of my boys are on the on the podcast right now because because I had a bunch of these fools pulling up freaking Derek Carr, top five quarterback in the AFC. I'm like, what? Right. Oh. Right, and and now Please. I'm like watching them just take that L this weekend. Like, <coughs> I and and I look back at it, you know, Derek Carr looked like he didn't have eyes for anybody, but Devontae Adams. Um, I mean, he was like a six. He was like a, he was like a sixth grade a sixth grader who just uh, who has a sixth grade crush. You know, he just couldn't take his eyes off him. You know, and and it was predictable. Easy, Devontae Adams. He's a good ball player, so he's gonna get his. He's gonna get his. But at the same time, like. You know, you can't, you can't win that way. And, and, the, and the, he threw a couple interceptions, just looked like garbage. Like, yeah, he, and he didn't look like garbage. I'm, I'm gonna say, he looked like not a top five quarterback in the AFC. Okay. But, but he also looked and like he was point. playing up against, up, up against the Chargers defense. You're going to tell me that you got Khalil Mack and Bosa running at you that you're not going to shit your pants. I, that you're not gonna I would. take a giant I, shit, and that's exactly what he did. Pretty good and that's today. natural. That's human. Nah, that's no, he didn't. Actually, him. every that's time that that pocket collapsed, and it's not, it's not of him. But it, I did notice this, and so I'm, I'm gonna point this out before I, before I defend my boy. All right. Every time that pocket collapsed, and he had Nick Boza or Khalil Mack in front of him, he, he, he tucked the ball. He knew he was gonna get rocked. He knew he was gonna get his shit rocked. So I don't blame him for that. It, it, it that's a good defense. I mean, he, they showed it tonight when they played Cincinnati. They had Patrick Mahomes off of his groove. I mean, he still came out with the dub because he's Patrick Mahomes. He does Patrick Mahomes stuff, but he was that Patrick Mahomes is not consistent. Just like you go up against a quarterback like Derek Carr, who doesn't have the offensive line like that Cincinnati does. Okay. And I'm telling you right now, I would shit my pants if I had Bosa and Matt coming at me like that every single play. That char- that Chargers That's pass, hard. that Chargers pass rush is yeah. something so to you're, behold. You're gonna sit here and tell me that that Derek Carr doing performing like he did when he's going up against a defense like that, like any other team would not be any other quarterback would not be doing the same thing. That Chargers defense is not a joke. They're not. And we we said this multiple times over the offseason that this defense is going to be, you know, scary. They're going to be, they're going to be scary. And that's exactly what they are. So well, okay. So three interceptions. He threw three interceptions. Yeah, which which I want to I know one of them wasn't his fault. Still. Still. I don't. I don't think Derek Carr is a bad quarterback. I'm not saying he's a bad quarterback. Yeah. I just want. I just want. I just want. I just but want he's not guys. top five. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you your validation. I'll give you your validation by saying that he he played like shit this week. And okay? he's not a top five quarterback in the AFC. No. He played, he played like shit this week. All right. And, I, and if I remember right, I think I had him at four or five. So. With that being said. Who do they play next week? They play the Cardinals. Oh, so, okay. So, so, so this so, this is going to so be. So we'll a, have the same conversation when they go up against the Cardinals defense, and then we'll see if you got that same type of energy. 
We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I still think I still think that they're going to be last in the division. It's it's a tough division. I I I can't guarantee shit. That's that's well, totally possible. They're going to be last in the, the division. The Chiefs this can be me. last in that division. Where's my guarantee stamp? Boom. Last in division guarantee. We'll see. Oh, Alec, man. you got to you got to quote him on this. All right. Some, somebody, hold, somebody hold get you that to clip. it, man. Write it clip down. Up. Write it down, clip. JJ. Where's my handy dandy notebook? So I'm I'm just saying. Well, write that down. We're gonna move forward. We're gonna get into a little bit of the Cardinals Chiefs talk because that's a big deal. And I do want to talk about the Cardinals. We're out here. I'm out here in AZ. Got a lot of people, a lot of followers out here in AZ. They want to know what's going on with the Cardinals. Uh, Kyler Murray (coughs) paid the big bucks. Did not play like he was paid big bucks. He was 22 for 34 with 192 yards and two TDs. Didn't look good. Um, didn't look like he knew what he was doing. Looked like he's sloughing his four-hour study time. That's in his contract. So, um, but uh, I don't know. Do we think that – what is our projection, our prediction for the Cardinals this year? Playoff team? No. No. Alec, you agree with me? Uh yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna that's gonna be a no for me, dog. <laughs> what I would love to see, what I would love to see is uh the Cardinals release Kyler Murray and he goes back to playing baseball. <laughs> <laughs> back to the eight he, he's crawling on their on the front steps the A's, still the A's. Blood, right first round <laughs> draft pick right here that was me no nah, i mean yeah just uh just wondering where that commitment level is like you said you know if he's if he's studying the tape if he's putting in that work <laughs> he needs to to lead the team it's just uh don't know if that's there yet but he's still young yeah um, super talented guy really really talented um i think he's missing his blanket his deandre hopkins blanket oh yeah yeah and that i mean that's that's kind of a common theme with some of these you know with even seasoned veteran quarterbacks right is like you take tools away from them what do they do to create create plays when they don't have the tools that they're used to? When they don't have high, you know, high uh, high level receivers to throw to? Yeah, unless you're Tom Brady. Unless you're Tom Brady, then you just which uh, Tom Tom Brady's irrelevant on this podcast because yeah, we talking about we talking about the goat like that for bro? No, I'm I'm saying he's he's irrelevant because I think we all know where we stand with him. We're so used to Tom Brady. We're so used to just the unbelievable career that he's had. Yeah. That it's just like it's not fun to talk about it anymore. It's like, ah, it's just it's Tom Brady well, doing well, Tom Brady things. Yeah, because the thing is, is if you if you talk about him and you're gonna be like, he's gonna have a bad year this year. He's gonna have a bad year this year. It, it, you're just always wrong. So what do you what are you gonna sit he on was, a podcast for 30 minutes and be like Tom Brady 
is going to be so good this year. You're like, yeah, you're going to be right. Tom Brady's good every year. Nothing. The man bad. was 44 years old last season and had the best season of his career. Threw right, the most one. touchdowns, threw for the most pass yards. Like, Run it back. That's what he said. Wild. One of these days, I'm sure, I'm sure he made a deal with the devil or something. That's the reason yeah, why I, was, I always wonder like how many children he's had to sacrifice to, <laughs> to keep playing at the level he's playing at. Right. Like, it's got it. That number's got to be high. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Yo. Yeah, he's, he's <laughs> but the Saints, the Saints will handle him this week. I got a good feeling. I don't know. I feel like I feel like uh, Tom Brady's pretty pissed off from his last performance last week, and I feel like he he's got a lot to prove. So yeah, he's gonna come back. I'm vengeance. That's yeah. gonna be uh, Tom Brady this weekend. Probably. I wouldn't doubt it. Um. Anyway, so um, that about does it for the NFL. I think this week I want to get into a little bit of uh of some college football talk because college football has been going on for a couple of weeks now. Um, and they just passed that that huge, like, everybody's just been waiting for this for years. I mean, just been oh, yeah. waiting, waiting for this year, but. Uh, NCAA announced that they will now be expanding the college playoff from four teams to 12 teams. Thank goodness. Jeez. It's about time. Right. Um, so those, uh, those UCF teams of old going undefeated, but can never break the top four and finally get their chance to shine. Yeah. Um, you're going to see a lot of new teams playing like, and then, and I think this is going to be good for Carl's football just because, um, you're going to get a lot of these players um, who, who sit out in these bowl games because in their opinion, it's irrelevant. You're going to see a lot of these guys playing because, you know, now they have an opportunity to play for oh, um, the college championship. Yep. It's so, wild, all, it's all wild to me that it took this long for them to expand the playoff. Like every college football, every college football fan was praying for so many years. Yeah. To, to get a college football playoff they finally do it everybody was disappointed when it was four players or four teams rather but everybody was like thank goodness thank goodness that we finally have a college football playoff you're listening it to it it was awesome i remember yeah. watching them at the mm-hmm. beginning and then last year when they tabled the talks to expand it to eight teams i was so bummed because i mean if you look at the talent like within the top 25 (coughs) 10 teams to narrow it down to just four teams yeah it's like man that's tough especially when it's like four sec teams every year or something with (laughs) three sec teams and yeah Yeah, you'll get three ss teams and then maybe a pac 12 or or notre dame you know that's how it always is clemson yeah clemson clemson will squeak their way in there somehow yeah yeah, but college yeah. is, is headed in a weird direction with all these teams moving to different. It's going to end up being a lot like I, in my opinion, a lot like the NFL, where they're going to have you're going to have like four main, um, you know, conferences. Yeah, and I here's think- my idea for college. Here's my idea for college football. So over the next few years, right, we're going to see you got the big, the Power Five conferences. You got like the Big Ten, the SEC, SEC being you know the big big one 
the Big 12, but you got two of the best teams leaving the Big 12 to join the SEC. Oh, yeah. You know, what if what if the SEC just became its own league? We had the SEC and then the rest of college football. They they just they just peel off and just they're they're just like we're gonna do our own thing. We're we're on a different level. You guys yeah. cannot compete with us. We're just gonna have the SEC college football league, which is gonna be like the the top college football league, and then the rest of you guys can do what you want. The SEC is gonna have a draft every year for college <laughs> teams, and then the NFL is gonna be drafting from SEC teams. They're going to have two different drafts, one for the SEC and then one for the rest of the NCAA. Yeah. <laughs> That's um, So lots of really exciting stuff going on. Um, this next week is going to be exciting. Got a lot of NFL action. Um, and uh, hopefully uh, for our next podcast, we'll get Micah back. Um, so, uh, you know, we, 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 uh, Big shout out, thank you, and big shout out, and thank you to Alec for coming on the show with us tonight. And, and, yeah, thank uh, you guys. Uh, yeah, it was a good time. Um, but uh, that about does it for us today on the podcast. Um, yeah, thank you. Uh, but before before we go, I wanna I wanna plug and give Alec the 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 table here for a second. Um, you got a YouTube channel that I that I follow. And that I, I will post on the uh, Facebook account to get you some recognition out there. But if you want to go ahead and plug that in, let everybody know what you've been up to and what, what you cover. Yeah, um, I, I love sports, like I said, and I, I, like, uh, I like the idea of trying to make some, uh, become some type of content creator with, uh, with sports content. So I created a YouTube channel, uh, Full Count Sports. Um, the name and the logo are baseball oriented. However, I'm planning on making more than just baseball content. I'm going to have some football content, some UFC content, um, a lot of baseball though. Cause that's, you know, I'm a big, big baseball guy. Um, but yeah, full count sports on YouTube. I've only got a couple of videos on there right now, but more to come when I graduate and get the heck out of this, uh, language course that i'm in right now i'll have some more time to work on content creation when i get back to utah um but yeah looking forward to that full count sports on youtube awesome yeah i like i i watch i watch your videos baseball baseball very well put together so if you guys like well put together content alec is the guy and if you i'm sure he'll cover a lot more stuff too so definitely cool Perfect. Yeah. Well, uh, everybody go check out uh, Full Count Baseball, right? Full Count Baseball. Yeah. Is? Full Count Baseball on YouTube. I can send you a link. We can put it in the description. Yeah. We'll put it in the description. description. Um, and uh, yeah, we'll put it in, we'll put it a link in, in our YouTube too as well. Right, JJ? Um, yeah. I so that. That, that does it for us today on Daddy Caddy Podcast. Thank you for our Daddy Caddy fam out there joining in listening to us today um and give us a shout out on facebook on our facebook page or whatever uh for these uh these uh punishments for our, our daddy caddy podcast fantasy league so on and so forth don't, don't hold back either really really let them rip <laughs> <laughs> worst of the worst right and uh well we love you guys um and uh that does it for us peace yeah. 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 Yeah.